dating is superficial, but it's also you're trying to make a real connection. I don't know. It's very, it's very fun. All the stuff you're saying right now, picture like we're on a date and she's talking. <laughs> And that's in my head. <laughs> that whole internal dialogue. And at one point I go, oh God, I haven't paid attention to what she said. I feel bad about that. You're like, what? <laughs> oh no. My eyes were glazed over. <laughs> Welcome to On The Apps, a dating podcast. This is, uh, I'm Julian, a comic in New York City. My name's Robin Richardson. I'm an OnlyFans creator and an attorney in New York City. And we're here with Ted Barton. Hello, I am a New York City stand-up comedian. One of my faves. I um, really like your new stuff about um, airplanes. I told Ju- I, I told Julian we can't talk about comedy, and I've already ruined it. Yeah. Sorry. So she's well, denied. Oh, she opened the door. Let's dive in. <laughs> How do you handle a check spot, Ted? Because that's what I'm wearing with. Robin, if you could just leave for a moment. Very talk about sorry. airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we, we might do is let's just do Ted's routine. Uh, and not, yeah. So he doesn't get to do it anymore. Let's do the jokes that he's deemed too good to post on social media. So let's ruin them. <laughs> so no one, let's take his best stuff. Uh, no. So uh, you, uh, are you dating? I am dating. Yes. Just got out of an exclusive thing. So I'm like back on the market. Back Ooh. on the market. Oh, wow. How, How long, long were we exclusive? Really like, good. Uh, it was like a few months. You know, kind of a casual thing. How do you ask, or did she ask, What's your exclusive conversation? How does that look like? Uh, I, I don't know. It's very awkward. <laughs> I don't know. Um, was it a conversation or did it just happen? It was like a brief thing. Yeah, it was like a brief moment. Like, we're not seeing other people. Okay. And then we kind of, we kind of moved on. It's that moment where you're both building up to it because like for a few weeks, like you, kind of, you, have, you don't want to talk about it, but you're really hoping they're not going on other dates. And then finally you say it. Is that kind of what it was? I think, the, I think the indicator is like, do I feel guilty like going on a a date with someone else right now. Yeah. You mm. know, that's what I'm like, I should probably, I don't know, think about it a little bit like more. Like have a conversation at least about it. Or, you know what I did, just be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just move on with your lives. <laughs> Which so, is definitely the correct way to handle that. Does she know you have broken up? <laughs> did you have that discussion? <laughs> it was a very brief... <laughs> Yeah, it was a but, text message. Yeah. Was it? It was, yeah. yeah. Wait, she sent or you sent? She sent it. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. Oh, no, I'm fine. Well, I guess it's, it's I, I have such a uh, weird idea, or I have actually no idea of like how long you should be dating before you start feeling like, oh, guilty to, to see other people or like, and then how long, but I feel like if you've had the conversation of exclusivity or a passing understanding, I guess not a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I think breaking up via text message is, is pretty savage. Yeah, but I think it was proportionate to the exclusivity conversation. Gotcha. <laughs> like the conversation <laughs> was an in-person text message. <laughs> if anything, I think her text to end things was longer than my mentioning of it. Oh. So I was fine with it. Oh, I, I think texts are fine. I wish we'd do everything by text. I thought we'd get married by text, but she made me go to the extra ceremony. <laughs> Texting is fine. Yeah. I think you can get you, you can convey a lot in text. I oh. texted her in person, actually. We were sitting next to each other. <laughs> I was like, check your... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so funny. Face. <laughs> check your phone. What? <laughs> the fact that you believe me there is not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> she opens it up. It's just a text message. Like, do you want to date me? Yes, no, maybe. Like. She looks... Yeah, she looks over and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's actually smart. You could just airdrop people that nearby at a bar if you see like 
Oh, that is good. Ranch lasagna. Like a check one kind of situation. Yeah, oh. basically. I did a bit about been open and I thought it was pretty unique. And I got feedback from a, a festival that was like, no, everyone's doing that. Everyone's open. Everyone's <laughs> I was like, everyone's oh, open. fuck me, I guess. Let's go, let's go monogamous and mix it up. Get real kinky. Just start fucking only each other. <laughs> yeah, <Yuck. right. laughs> I do think that's kinkier than been open. Like, I'd say the, the first person who was ever like, if everyone was fucking each other in caveman times and the first person to be like, hey, let's be monogamous. Everyone would be like, wow, you're a freak. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the new site. It's like only husbands. <laughs> <laughs> What's your gig? I just want to... <laughs> You're like, wow, they're getting wild on here. <laughs> what are they doing? Ted, you have a joke about peacocking. Uh, do mm-hmm. you actually... Are there any things that you do to draw attention to yourself if you see somebody that you... No, I like to play it pretty straight. I dress pretty normal. Well, because, like, the idea of peak, I explained it in a bit, but it's like you dress kind of extravagant, yeah. and then you stand out to women. I just, I can't do that. It's a concept from, like, that book, The Game, and there's this, yeah. like, and he dresses like a magician. So, I mean, you're, oh, yes. yeah, he looks at, like an insane person. Yeah, I remember reading the book and being fascinated, and then I, because you read a book and you visualize what these people look like, and you're like, <laughs> no way in hell. They're actually doing this. And I Googled a photo, and it's all of them in, like, a wing formation wearing, like, top hats and stuff, <laughs> like, talking to women. I'm like, okay, they really did this they stuff. Really it really does that. take any of the coolness out of losing your virginity. Uh, it, it just... <laughs> but if you... I did... It's one of these books, a lot of men have read it, and there's, like, a great shame to it, because obviously it's very, like, it's misogynist and all these things. But it's funny reading it. It's just a bunch of people who, I guess, really struggled, really insecure. Like, all the people who went to these seminars these guys were hosting, Right. Yeah, like, and then yeah. like, and it was just really attracted to those people. And that reading the techniques they had was so insane and funny, and not really replicatable. I think. No, you touch them. I think you corner them. I mean, they, they went. They, yeah, they went yeah. from <laughs> the first guy talks about like you, you insult them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're butchering it, but um, and then you do magic. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was magic. Like, Pull a coin out of the ear. <laughs> the thing was, you have to like show your value. Yeah, his name was Magic. Yeah. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> and he's mystery. Ma- mystery. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, it wasn't a stupid name after I'm all. Sorry, Mister Mystery. <laughs> yeah, he deserves respect. Okay, the man in the top hat deserves to be. Yeah. He deserves. That. But they would do. They would have little bags that had all the tricks they needed in there. To do their things, like one guy. Wait, would they did actual magic. No, but oh. sometimes tricks. They would have lint to put on someone, and then they could be like, "Oh, there's lint," so you'd embarrass them with their slutty lint. It's like when you're trick or treating, and it's that one house who doesn't give you candy. <laughs> yeah. It's like you open the bag, you're like, "Is there cards in here and lint? <laughs> what is this?" And you're like, yeah, "It's just a cool technique." It's just, it's just how I trick women into liking. I don't know. Yeah, did the do women like them? I think it's they're more tricked than liked. It's like trapping a man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't like you got trapped. My issue with the whole peacocking thing, it's like I eventually I want to be in a relationship with the person, and sometimes the game has to go away. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, they're gonna realize I'm not a guy who wears <laughs> crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I can't live my normal life and go about <laughs> my day living like that. Eventually, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's a whole charade." Like, yeah, it's like the classic thing: you go home with mystery, you wake up with Ted Barton. You're like, whoa, where's the top hat? Uh, <laughs> my whole costume's gone, the makeup's disappeared. What do, you, what do you mean you tutor accounting? This isn't the yeah. man I fell in love with. Yeah, because I'm not going to get like married in that, you know, like on our wedding day. I'm like still in the same outfit that she met me in. I think one of those pickup artists, their wedding would just be hundreds of guys, it, like all the guests, just in those outfits. Right. <laughs> you look into the pews, it's just all these top hats. It's crazy. That is a good point, though. All those pickup artist guys, it's like, they're not really looking to meet someone and make a connection. It's like they are trying to, like, 
It's like a Just trick. Just get laid. Yeah, and it's it's kind of ironic because the whole idea of peacocking is like like you said, all those people at the wedding ceremony, they're all wearing ridiculous stuff. <laughs> well, they're now just all blending in. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know? They all look yeah, the one now we're all guy. homogenous. We're all yeah. the same thing in our difference. It would like be a, difficult go. to peacock in Brooklyn, right? Like, I, yeah. they're like, I think everybody's a just suit wearing would such, be peacocking. such different things. Yeah, I went to a party and it was like, it was like a Brooklyn New Year's party and I'd never been to something like that. And it's like, Everyone there, they had like ripped jeans, like eyeliner. They were all like wearing these like kind of like black shirt, like very specific outfit. And they all had the same outfit on. Really? And I was like, you're all rebelling, but you all just (laughs) fall into the same like herd zebra mentality that humans are accustomed to, you know? What's funny to me is if you dress like them and dress weird, they'd be like, yeah, cool. Like we accept everyone. But if you'd walked up in like a finance bro outfit, like you had like the, uh, the, the vest, what are they called? The puppet yeah. vest? Yeah. A little, the, they little would be like, vest. bro, what, what are you doing? Yeah. That's, that's peacocking. <laughs> yeah. Peacocking is relative to the herd you're a part of. If you are a peacock, being a peacock is not peacocking. That's yeah. If I was with a bunch of guys who are peacocking and I was wearing business casual, I would stand out. Yeah. Yeah, you would. It's a smart strategy. I mean, <laughs> you got to surround yourself with these guys. You got to find some. Yeah, oh, yeah. they're hard to find because they're <laughs> mysteries. <apparently. laughs> they're mystery. <laughs> you got to know a guy. To know a guy. Yeah, seriously, got to pay a thousand dollars to go to one of their seminars. Uh, not that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you learned that magic, Julian? <laughs> You're showing a lot of thigh right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. That's, this is peacocking. Oh, <laughs> pull, pull up the frame, Rich. <laughs> Don't try to recover now. You've shown the world. Look, I'm thigh. facing it to my wife now. I think yeah. that's acceptable. <laughs> her thighs. I like these five-inch inseams. I love them. I, I keep asking his mom to send him more short shorts because they're... Okay, now, now, now it sounds awesome. like she sent my initial short shorts. That's yeah. Did she? Send she them? does send you short shorts, doesn't she? She sent me underwear. It's very oh yeah, different. she sent okay. even shorter underwear. <laughs> she also she also sent Robin lingerie repeatedly, uh, and I was like, Mom, stop sending my wife the underwear. And she's like, I will never stop. And then she sent them because they go be in my office, and they have to. When you send customs overseas to America, you have to write down everything that's in there. Yeah. And it says, like, lingerie. I was like, Mom, you sent it again. She's like, no, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> she said lingerie overseas. <laughs> like, Mom, you had to claim it on the form. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you read that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw that. And I'm like, I'm not giving them to her. And Mom, she literally goes, well, what else do you want me to get her? I'm like, point to anything. <laughs> A book, table, couch, Ted Barton. Like, anything. <laughs> You can't claim me. <laughs> I would like a vacation, though. Send me overseas. That's true. I'll put you at about 10 in there. Hello! <laughs> like being born again. Uh, no, she, she was wild. Uh, okay, so how did you meet your, uh, this girl you just got out of a relationship with? Was that on an app? <laughs> I wish I didn't bring it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, a girl just ended things with me. Just like, go on. Tell me more. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to read my diary? Right now is the best time to be single though like the we're, we just had this like crazy heat wave in New York and I was out on Thursday night and the outfits are incredible I think she was thinking the same thing <laughs> oh, we're just digging a hole with Ted oh, no. <laughs> uh, now is the best time to be dating Ted Barton that is what the best time yeah, is now is when you should be dating Ted you're like people's skin is out and <laughs> his thighs are between me and you <laughs> Look at all the skin. <laughs> You're the meat in a sandwich right now. Do you have any spare pants, Rich? I'm getting... Well, that's what I have. A good podcast studio should have spare pants. I think that's pretty standard procedure. Somehow they're still kind of pale. Yeah. <laughs> it's like physically impossible. Um, pretty reasonable. Can you put sunscreen on them or something? Oh, yeah. And usually then, I mean... 
It does. No. They've been in hiding for a couple months. Yeah. I do sunscreen every morning. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> it's so distracting. <laughs> <laughs> give, me a, give me a modesty blanket like I'm giving birth. <laughs> I also lost my phone under here somewhere. <laughs> modesty here, blanket. you can take my pants. This <laughs> <laughs> is a disaster. Is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you go to the gynecologist and they give you the little paper, bl- bl- uh, paper blanket yeah. to put over your lap. They're also yeah. like kind we of both skin- know about that. They're, <laughs> they're skin colored. They're kind of skin colored. They're hundred percent skin colored. For well people who are listening, Julian is wearing a, a little shorty short shorts. That I are- think you're actually blocking them from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they can see. They just think they, you're yeah, naked. they just seen it. Like, That's true. If That's you're the- if you're watching uh, if you're watching, then yeah, all you can see are his giant thighs. Like, giant in a good way. I think the what we should be phrasing is like, thighs. if you would like to see these thighs, you need to f- go online and watch the video yeah. version on, on OnlyFans. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's what this is. You're promoting your OnlyFans. <laughs> well, we have OnlyFans, Only Thighs, Only Husbands. <laughs> we've got the mix. <laughs> what did uh, Bo- Bobalu say he was going to start? It's a, it's a foot a foot gout. Because he, he, he was joking that he should get OnlyFans. And he was like, what's special about me? He goes, I get gout sometimes. <laughs> and it's like only gout. Very niche. Uh, Ted, so are, are you back on the apps now? I am on the apps, yeah. But how's it look out there? Does it feel people feel like they're ready to go go out, go dance, go go? I don't date? know. It's kind of grim. Really? Because I think everyone's. I think everyone in the apps kind of wishes that they were not meeting people in the apps. Really? You know? Where do you? Where, where would you want to meet people? In person, you know. Mm. Like at a Central Park or something. Really? Like in a really yeah. cute meet cute way. <laughs> You're like, saying you would like that, or you think like other you people? Like you throw a frisbee, it lands on her picnic blanket. Her dog gets it and runs yeah, off. The start you chase after the dog. <laughs> yeah, like an actual love. I don't think the start of anyone's love story is a dating app. No, you know? but that's how people meet now. <laughs> Thank you. No, Julian. So the next person, I'm just, he's getting smart. here. John's going to be on next. And he said he's going to come here now. And I was like, well, you'll be waiting 40 minutes. <laughs> You're like, hey, do you want to be exclusive? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm turning my skin down. But, um, but so you don't, you're not like, um, okay. Yeah, people, I mean, meeting meeting in person is great, but people don't meet that way anymore. It's like such a, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, like on the subway before sm- smartphones. Mm-hmm. Like you might be listening to something, but most of the time people were not, didn't have headphones in their ears. Sure. And like the uh, for the longest time, there wasn't um, internet down in the subways. So mm-hmm. people weren't on their phones anyway. They were just reading a book or listening to the person next to them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, and there's just... Yeah, people don't even look up anymore, so it just seems re- like it would be really difficult to meet people in person now. Would Would you like to meet someone? I mean, I, I feel, it feels creepy, right? Doesn't it? I'm starting to try to. You I'm, do you approach people? I I did the other day. <gasps> oh, what was the line? What'd you say? Uh, it was at a coffee shop, and I just kind of I just kind of went for it. You know? and, what What are the specifics? Well, is she yeah. like sitting somewhere by herself, or is she standing at the line? Yeah, this guy was like going around like asking people for money and like. Like we kind of had like a like a eye contact, you know, like mm. when it's like, like an awkward guy. social thing, or it's like you know, yeesh. And I was like, you know, whatever, I'm just gonna talk to her. And uh, so I did. It went pretty well. I mean, she has a boyfriend, but it's like it's still there's something that feels good about just being like, I was afraid to do something and I did it. Because that's very what, empowering. <laughs> I think it, it opens, is. But it opens the doors for like that. That is such a nicer way to meet someone. I also think it's gonna sound really bad. Block your ears. Uh, but I think as a man on dating apps, there's so many men on them. Like, I think you have less chances. I think you have a better chance in person. I think, I think dating apps, it's much harder. 
as yeah. a man. I yeah, think. I mean, most of what I work on is in-person stuff. You know, like having a conversation. Because a lot of people on dating apps, they feel like very cool and stuff. And then you go on a date and you meet them in person and they can't like hold a normal conversation. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, you're like kind of boring, but you've created this image of yourself kind of thing. So I don't know. So like, you can get a read of that quickly in person. Oh, super quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. You have that joke about knowing a date was going to go badly after literally the very first thing out of somebody's mouth. So that's happened to you in real life? Not exactly. That's... It was meeting a girl and she had kind of catfished me. That's like where the heart of the joke had come from. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. And so it's like, it's that thought. Yeah, the joke is like, you you know, a, a, a date's poor, like going to be bad just by the first word. And this girl walked up, she goes, greetings. And that's the joke or whatever. And that never actually happened. But the heart of it was like, I showed up and she looked different than her photos. I'm shooting worse. It looked better. Like, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never hear about reverse catfishing. Yeah. Like, Just, wow. Wow, you are way more. This is, oh, I hate this. I gotta go. This is a breach of me. <laughs> I still feel betrayed. Liar! I'm like, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's that dreadful moment where I'm in my head as she's talking and I'm going, oh, God. Like, yeah, I don't want to be get out of that. Now. I mean, we had like a couple drinks. And That's so nice of you. Did you ever? <laughs> no, the alternative no, is like, what ever, are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I mean, so I had a friend who got catfished, but he was, and he literally, like, he, he's a little, he's a little socially weird, but he literally mm-hmm. just pulled up her profile and was like, "This isn't you." And she was like, "Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is." And then the waiter came by and he goes, "Is are these the same people?" And then Who's she left. Person? Matt. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a ball move, to be honest. But yeah, what do you? I mean, what are you going to do? I, I would not even out of niceness, out of just like social mandatoriness. You know, you can't really take take a lot of balls to just be like no and I walk think off. It's, I think it's yeah. fair to say that because it's because they lied. They should like they should know it's not okay to lie. They should know the reason why you don't like them is because they're lied. <laughs> That's not the reason. It's because if that was, then it would be okay. It's the reason is you're not attracted to them. That's okay. Oh, wait, but hold on. Is that true? Like, if somebody catfished you and they were still good looking as their pictures, but a different a different person, I would be more open to that. I think most people would. Ted, I'd be confused. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's I'd be so confused. <laughs> just be like, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling you've created in my. That's in, where I'd want to bring body. it up. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. Why are you? <laughs> You're kind of cute, and you look kind of cute. What's yeah. the problem? I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not. You can fall back on the, like I was lied to, and you were. But at the core of it is that you went out thinking you're going to meet an attractive person, and you've met someone you're not attracted to. I think that is, and that's why it's so hard to be feel like you're not being superficial by being like, "Well, I'm ending this date right now." It, Clearly, well, it was a little more complicated because it wasn't that she was a different person. She had old pictures. No, it's like. All right, this is not going to sound nice, but it's just the reality. She was, like, hiding. Like, she had, like, kind of messed, like, one eye was kind of, like, it just looked, like, gray and cloudy and, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't working. Oh, but in her photo, yeah, and, you know, whatever. But in her photos, it doesn't show that. Mm-hmm. So she had hidden it. And I look back at the photos. She had glasses on. She's, like, looking at the side or whatever. And so when she shows up and I'm, like, oh, there's this thing you've been hiding but I was still trying to be like, all right, I don't want to be shallow. Yeah, that's pretty Let's normal. Let's go yeah. on the date. Let's have, try to have fun. If we're hitting it off, then I'm going to overlook this. But still part of you is going, oh, you tried to deliberately hide something. It's a very confusing. It is confusing because, I mean, it feels impolitic. 
to like, I don't know if that's the right word. It feels wrong to, to be like, oh, I don't like this, this like physical thing that surely sure. matters. But it, it also feels, but you're, you're like, you can't control what you're attracted to. Exactly. At all. Um, like it's, and it's not, it's, I don't think any, but if, if there's one area where you can discriminate or should be able to discriminate, it's who you fuck, right? Like you should, you should be able to like pick and choose. I mean, Who that sounds you? okay until you're like, only whites for me. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, that's the- sure, like it's, it's unpalatable, but at the end of the day, like, uh, as so, like as somebody who's only half white, like if somebody felt that way, like I wouldn't want them to be in my dating pool anyway. I'd be like, oh, I would happily let you, like, I don't know. I just, I think, but it does feel weird when, when it's, because you dating is superficial, but it's also, you're trying to make a real connection. I don't know, it's very, it's very fun. All the stuff you're saying right now, Picture like we're on a date and she's talking, and that's in my head. <laughs> that whole internal dialogue. And at one point, I go, "Oh God, I haven't paid attention to what she said." I feel bad about that. You're like, "What?" <laughs> oh no! My eyes were glazed over. Okay. Oh, it's a mean boy. <laughs> that's a home run of a. Uh, I had to. Anyone just listening, Ted uh, smiling off of that one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> but yeah, because it's like I don't want to. I don't want to feel like a bad person, but I also want to be an honest person. And the, in in my head, I'm going, is this like enough of a thing? I'm literally like, I I get kind of like. I intellectualize the whole thing. So I'm like projecting our whole life into the future. She's like telling me about her day or the types of music she listens to. And I'm going like, can I live with this? Like, will I ever (laughs) stop thinking about it like that? Am I shallow? Am I wrong for feeling this way? And you can't talk to her about it. No. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to invite invite somebody else into into those conversations. (laughs) Yeah. That's a Ted v. Ted. (laughs) Yeah. But now I'm I'm hyper vigilant, and I'm I'm always like, are they hiding something? Mm-hmm. Like I got an eye for it now, you know. And you, <laughs> well, the fool me once. Hyper vigilant is just a funny word because you have this I have this image of you like you put them on the big screen, you're just like looking at reflections. Yeah. Just, oh, there's a lot of zooming in. There's a lot of enhancing. Not in a sexual way. <laughs> I've heard of people using filters on their on oh, yeah. their dating app profile picture yeah if anything i think i'm re- i think i might be the reverse catfish like you it, send the, the worst pictures of no well, because you've, no, you've lost just, weight recently right i don't know if you have like old yeah photos. well i'm not i'm i'm not a very materialistic person dating has been difficult because i don't really care i i really work on like who i am as a person i do a lot of writing and stuff like that uh personal growth stuff so i've never it's taken me a while just to buy like new outfits because i so don't care so when I show up on a date, so I think most of the girls are like, oh my God, he looks he way looks better in person <laughs> than his kind of okay photos. And I was probably like 10, 15 pounds heavier. So you're saying your old photos, you're heavier and you have less good clothes. And then you show up thinner and better dressed, basically. Yeah. And I think my, my dating app profile doesn't really convey my personality that much because oh, yeah. you can't really. So I think the girls get like actually a little intimidated when I go on a date with them. They're like, oh, I got to be on my A game, which is kind of a nice place to be. <laughs> that, that, you reversed catfish me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I show up with flowy hair, you know, something to say. They're like, oh, God. Uh, do you, you said your profile shows who you are. You want, is it Hinge you're talking about or what do you use? Yeah, I'll do like Hinge or Bumble or whatever. So do you Bumble have a, what do your prompts do? 
to show who you are? Do you have like, are they funny or are they like talking about Well, Hinge is good because I could, I post like a stand up bit on there so they can see that. Like a video of it. Yeah, like a okay, clip. Yeah. And, Some, go yeah. on, sorry, actually. Yeah, because the first thing, if someone sees I do comedy, they're going to be like, oh, God. Tell me he, a joke. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And <laughs> that voice, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they send that, that's the, the that's voice, the voice I hear. Yeah, Tell me a joke. <laughs> it's like, who are you? The, I always go, well, uh, well, why don't you Venmo me? And then I'll tell that's you, smart. you have that's to pay for it. I love that. I, uh, I had a girl recently, I, I, she had a joke on a prompt that said, I. I'll judge your hinge for you if you want. So I messed her and said, all right, what should I do? And she said, I should post a stand-up clip. Because I say I'm a comic, but I don't have any of the clips. And I was really on the fence about it because I thought, I don't know, have, you, have people responded well to it? I thought people were like, is this guy wanky? Is it this? It depends on the bit. I mean, <laughs> it's one of my yeah, better what, jokes. What you know? bit did you post? Um, it's this thing about being on a date and a girl, we're in the Uber and the girl's like, I'm really warm. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you be chivalrous when a girl's too warm? Yeah, and there's... Yeah, and I'm like... Did you put captions on it? I did, yeah. I was just curious, because someone else was worried that captions might get it flagged as being an ad or something. So I was was overthinking this, but evidently this is working for you. Yeah, it's great. That's why I do way better on Hinge than I do on Bumble. What, uh, do you know any of, do you know Julian's, some of Julian's stuff? Ted goes to sleep tonight just replaying my material over and over. Ted, what jokes do you think Julian should put on his, on his Hinge? If you remember, if, if you can think of any... He's like, I've never listened to your set. I fucking hate <laughs> the sound of your exposed. voice. I know you're, don't you have like a uh, vet, veterinarian, or no, a cat, cat doctor. Yeah, the cat cardiologist. Cat cardiologist. That might be good. Good. The bit I have that works is the paycheck to paycheck, but then it kind of shows I don't have money and maybe they don't like that. But uh, uh, the cat cardiologist could I work. That's that. a good point. <laughs> yeah, she's like that. Uh, but no, so that bit you mentioned is perfect because it's like, it's about dating, it's about being chivalrous, and, and it's chivalrous, and it's, and it's funny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That works well. I used to do the greetings joke. I would have that one on there. It's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Greetings, what some girls like. That's that's my opening line. I can't meet this guy. Yeah. The girls, they they would always do the same response. They'd be like, they they would open with saying greetings. Yeah, of course. Like, You're that's so predictable. cute. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, cute, okay. and then it happens a thousand times. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. Fair. Whenever you respond, when I respond to a girl's prompt on Hinge, you're just like. What is not the first thing she's heard a thousand times? Like, I'm so afraid of doing the cliche. They have an obvi- a prompt that has an obvious response to, like, I can't say that. I got to say, like, the next funny thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to like the photo and... Really? <laughs> that's and that's it? Just wait no for, comment. Them, wait for yeah. them to... <laughs> just wait for them to respond and then we'll go from there. Hmm. Well, sometimes I don't respond. I mean, that's the idea of if you comment something funny, you're hoping you can break through the noise, Right. Wait, what was that? Like you can break through the noise. If you just like it, maybe they got a bunch of likes. If I write something funny on there, maybe they'll... Yeah, but then you're... I don't want to be a part of another demographic that's like the guys who were trying to be funny in the responses, you know? If 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 something really stands out or I have like a really good response, I'll send that. Yeah. But if their profile is boring, I'm not going to like try to come up with some contrived... I'll still go on a date with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though they're boring, but... <laughs> Well, having a boring profile doesn't necessarily mean they'll be boring in person. I think it's a. I, I've been really shocked to see, like the the people who I expect to have a really strong connection with, or think they're going to be so funny, so fun, because of how they are online, their online persona, and then you meet them in person and they're so dry, and then and then I've had the opposite experience where they're very stupid and very slow. 
uh, online, and then you meet them in person, and they're and they're even stupider, <laughs> even slower. <laughs> and they slower. wear tiny little shorts. And <laughs> you would have married me if, immediately if I was in these in a profile. That's true. I do you love cannot it. sound stupid with your voice. I mean, yeah. that's the most <laughs> scientific. <laughs> if I just heard your voice, I'd be like, this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. The accent. I think yeah. It's, sometimes I get that, but it's because it's like a posh Australian it's, accent, yeah, pretty... almost English. But it's like. It, it sends me the wrong direction because at work people are like, yeah, what do you think, Julian? And I'm like, I'm like the lowest leveled person in this room. <laughs> you but your voice is the CEO. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Julian should lead this pitch well, that's instead the, of any of the women who worked on it and are better than him. You, you should have a clip on your hinge because the voice would be, I mean, that you, you showcase the accent. Yeah, maybe I'll do a that's, clip. Oh, then. that's true. Yeah, right. I will. A big you've, selling point. You've convinced me for, to put the clip on there. I was worried it'd be weird and I was worried the caption, but I'll... You also, like you, like you said, you've got to think of a joke that is funny and works. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of short, right? Like, how long would it How long is that? Like 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah. it's like 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Do you mention uh, that you were previously married in your profile? No. no. When, when does that come up, if ever? Well, it's on my Instagram. Mm. Oh, it's it like, is? As in photos yeah, of like you together? Divorce it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my, on my comedy page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's me and my ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> It says yeah. divorcee on your... Uh-huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a lot of comics have like... You're just trying to be somewhat interesting or different in the first few lines of your profile, right? Yeah. I think anyone listening is probably so confused because you just brought up the fact that I'm divorced. Like, yeah, sorry. I'm so nonchalantly. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're divorced. What What about that on your Hinge profile? <laughs> that's true. Now, everyone, everyone knows. We have a podcast before this where we're like, Ted's coming on. <laughs> this is the Ted's Divorce Podcast. <laughs> There's not much to talk about. It only lasted three months. Yeah. Uh, no, I but, mean, you seem pretty chill about it and and you you're also like so young in new york i don't think anybody would even expect that you would have been divorced well it was four it was like four years ago so oh, yeah wow. it was been a very long time and it's always weird when you tell someone something about your life that they might find inherently like sad or difficult i'm like i've been over this for years mm-hmm. for Two days. I've been over there. <laughs> it has been hours. Did you? I literally just made amends. I did not know this. Uh, but did you, uh, what was I going to say? But there's certainly a point where you feel like you have to tell someone you're about to get more serious with, right? Or does that, you feel like you don't have to? Yeah. I guess they see your profile so they find out. I don't know. When point? did I tell you I was divorced? Um, you, what? <laughs> just now? Exactly. Yeah, you and Ted were married four years ago. You could be nice, <laughs> uh, I guess. But that was like, uh, yeah, I guess that was a while in that. Well, I've learned there's bad ways to do it. Like, I remember the first girl that I started dating after um, that ended was, I we had gone on like two dates, and I texted her. I felt like this guilt. I was like, I need to say something. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's oh my god Robin hates any sort of sincerity whatsoever no so. I just felt bad for Your her face. because you, you, you looked like I don't know you looked anguished about it or it sounds like you had a lot of anguish about it see this it. is the issue because I my closing material on stage like if I'm doing like an important set is all divorce based mm. and so I'm trying to the landmines in that bit are empathy because I don't want empathy because exactly. it makes me uncomfortable and they don't yeah. laugh if they're going to be too empathetic right That's you want true. people yeah, yeah, they get so it's. I've really had to like learn how to share this information. I find it very funny, and so I want to talk about it in a funny sense. But um, 
I'll see you on stage, do it, and you get. I've, I think I've seen a few times where someone goes aw, and you're like, I don't want an aw. <laughs> like, what are you? Yeah, I'm like, don't aw me. I don't need your aw. Yeah, like, this I'm... is news to you, but I've been over this. This is funny now. We're we're having fun. You can relax. <laughs> but yeah, so what was the bad way you did it? You told her two days after. Well, two dates, and uh, I was like, hey, we. I text her. We need to talk. <laughs> oh. And I think she thought I was gonna like end things, and I call her, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm divorced or whatever. She's like, oh, what? Like she was kind of like, I thought you were about to end things with me, which is so funny. And I was like, she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Like she didn't really care, and um, so I don't really see it as that big of a deal. If someone sees it as a big deal, they can ask me about it. But I think we need to talk is maybe the scariest way to start any Seriously. conversation. It's actually brilliant though because it really misdirected her. <laughs> You know, <laughs> she's like sweating, nervous, you know, I like the tweet. I saw it was like, if someone, if your partner says, we need to talk to you, just respond and be like, yeah, we do. And just so that now you're both nervous oh, <laughs> and I just, just even the playing field a little bit. But I think it's even funny to obviously when you're getting back into it, like even after two dates to say, we need to talk. It's like, this guy's taking it way more serious already. Like this is obviously. Yeah. It was not the right way to do it. So putting it on my Instagram is good. I mean, the last girl that I dated, she like she like brought it up because she's like, hey, I saw this on your Instagram. I've seen you do bits about it. I just want to talk to you about it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't care. I'm comfortable talking about it. She just goes, aw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it if you don't aw me. <laughs> the all thing is annoying. We have a, my joke about putting our cat down is like, like, that's so hard. Immediately everyone's like sad and I get it. Like, it's a dead cat. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm like, and I, I kind of stopped doing it because it's so hard to get people to be in a laughy mood when you talk about killing a cat. Well, that's <laughs> that's where language is really important, and I realized. And this, because uh, I remember I would start my divorce stuff, because that's information I have to convey to the audience. I am divorced. But divorce, I started thinking about it. It's like, why are they reacting so empathetically? It's because I'm using this heavy word. So now I imply it when I start it. I'm like, oh, the last person, I got out of a big breakup three years ago. I only mentioned it because we were married. <laughs> so, so they say divorce and I don't say it because words have connotations, you know. You say marriage. I which said is we happy. were married, yeah. which is implying, you know. So they put it together and it helps a lot. Yeah, and you get to avoid that big word. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so weird too in comedy. You're like, why are people being so empathetic? <laughs> why are you being such good people? I don't want you to be good right now. All right, laugh. That is so true, though. That is, anyway, no more comedy talk. No, uh, right. We can yeah, talk we're getting inside baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's my niche. <laughs> it's my niche. Uh, no, no, that makes sense. Not having to tell them, and then it comes up. Mm -hmm. I um, we have a rule that we I have to t say that I am married currently, mm. uh, and they take that much worse. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the audience. Yeah. No, no, as no, in other you're, people when dating. You're dating. Like, oh, when you're open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> I'm like, I just got out of a big relationship uh, from boyfriend to marriage. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you felt bad for me for a second when you guys have to go through that weird, awkward experience <laughs> yeah. is so funny. I'd r much rather pick mine. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm currently married. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> We're just hanging out. <laughs> looking for looking for sex. Looking for sex. And, uh, no, just yeah. hanging out. Um, <laughs> it's funny sometimes they respond in a weird way. They'll be like, one girl was like, um, oh, like, do you really love her? <laughs> and, I was like, and here's how bad I am uh, as a guy where I'm just like, so like, please, part of me was like, say you don't love her. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I love her. I love her. I do. I do. And she was like, oh. And I was like, oh, I blew it. <laughs> 
I think the the reason why we say we're married is just so that we don't have to deal with the any with like it, it's easier to deal with the the small 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 drama of like telling somebody that before you start dating than the much bigger drama that it could be like in the middle of a first date or after that. Well, also just like a crazy act. I don't know if someone like. If I didn't mention anything and I didn't say I was open and we went on a few dates, first off, they'd see my Instagram, but let's say they didn't see that. And then like four dates in, they see I'm, I'm married. Like they'd be, they could like message Robin and be like, this guy's cheating on you. And then Robin's like, no, I know he's with you. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, we do know couples who don't tell each don't tell people that they're married, which I think is really interesting and strange. I mean, they're very open about just being very casual and not wanting anything serious at all um, and d- dating very casually. So I don't know that they're necessarily like leading people on but they're I think they are opening up the doors for like a kind of drama I, I really want yeah. to avoid. Well you two are both very attractive so I think it's a very different situation. Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> oh, yeah. I Thank think my, my thighs are down here too. <laughs> I know I've been looking at the whole podcast. <laughs> I've been having to snake eyes your thighs <laughs> get my peeks in. <laughs> yeah if you guys were both hideous and you're like, hey, we're married. People would be like, all right, no, deal breaker. Instantly. <laughs> but with your voice, people are like, you know what? Let's see this through. Yeah, somebody like, made an exception for you recently. Yeah. It was like, I wouldn't normally, but you're you're tall and handsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got it on record. Exactly normally she's just mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Ted's always good with compliments. So. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, very nice. you, can't, you can't hear the ones that I'm filtering out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyone just listening should know Ted's also looking great. He's got new clothes. Looking he looks better nice. than his profile. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Yeah, I got some swag. Yeah. Summer's coming. People are going to be out. It'll be very much easier to approach people without wearing like a big coat and looking like a just like regular, just like everybody. I feel like in a coat, in, New, in the winter, everybody in New York looks exactly the same. Just you look like a dark coat and miserable face. And I also think like, you look, as a man, like it's like scary. I don't know. Like there's a, wearing a big coat and approaching a woman is... And I feel more intimidating. I don't know. I think if you're in the cold and somebody walked up wearing what you're wearing, it'd be even more intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, he's a little weird or like, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah, he's got four four feet of leg showing right His now. His legs are blue. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, could I have a jacket, please? I'm so cold. No, I think the doing it in person would be, Robin's always said she loves when guys do it in person to ask out an actual in-person thing if it's done well. If it's done well, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to work on. That's what, yeah, that's why I said earlier. It's like it's it's scary, but it's I think much more rewarding. I feel like good about myself. <laughs> There's something nice. Well, in stand, well, we don't need to make it about comedy, but it is relatable because you face rejection a lot in stand up. Yeah. I have to try a new bit, and if it doesn't work, like everyone just I feel rejected. But that's fine. So it's like, why can't we do the same thing in normal life? Why can't I? Because on dating apps, I feel like it's more of I'm settling for what comes to me. Rather than in real life, I'm like, oh, I she's gorgeous. I I need to talk to her right now. Exactly. There's something about her, and then it's facing that fear to be like, oh, I'm getting like what I what I want, like my first choice. I yeah. love that, and I I think also like not fearing rejection is su- such an important part of dating. Yeah. And I really don't know why it's so scary. Because we're all egomaniacal. Because <laughs> we all think people care. Yeah, I you know? guess, yeah. We all, we all think that that's like what's helped me with stand-up is no one really cares. No one's going to remember at all. 
Um, I was going to be mean to be like, I remember every every joke that didn't land. <laughs> but you're right. You, and when you're up there, it's the biggest thing in the world. And just like asking a girl out, you get, it doesn't, like stand-up gets easier every time you do it. When The more bad sets you have and the more times you don't die, you're like, oh, yeah, it's actually okay. I'm fine. And I, even if I get, get rejected, I'm realizing with like, like walking up to a girl and, and talking to her, I feel even better. Like I still feel better about myself. Yeah, especially yeah. they're going to be nice and be like, you know, I'm not interested. Or normally they might even lie and say I have a boyfriend or something like that, whichever yeah. way it is. Or so if somebody's that, horrible to you, then you're like, oh, like that's not about me. They're just a terrible, mean person. <laughs> yeah, and they exist, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But I agree with you definitely about, and this is a, not pessimistic, but like cynical view where it's, yeah, you, you get to choose in a sense. And on Tinder and Hinge and stuff, often you get likes and you kind of, will I respond to that like or not? It's very like responsive and reactive. Yeah, you want to be with someone that you're crazy about. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if I've ever really experienced that, where I'm like, oh my god, like I, I want to be like the best version of myself for this person. So I'm trying to be like, you, you're making so that face sweet. again. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give him oars. You don't laugh at him. Laugh at his face. That's what he wants. Give me like this. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm intimidated. Attachment style can play into love, like, and I think that's where like a lot of the dating app dating games can be bad for dating is because people use these tricks to create this artificial attraction, like the game and the book or, um, and that's, that's not just guys. Girls do it too. They'll wait to text you back, you know, like they'll play the games to try to create this attraction, but you're realizing the attraction is more of an emotion. It's not necessarily indicative of actual compatibility with the person. So people start to mistake like, oh, I'm drawn to this person for being the right person for them. Or if you have like an attachment style, let's say you're like an anxious attachment style and someone pulls away, you start going like, oh, I think I really like them. Like I need to, I want to be with them, but you don't really want to be with them. It's just something in you wants to. So it's discerning the difference between those two. Do you know your attachment style? Yeah, it's definitely anxious attachment, but I've been moving towards secure like over the last four years. I've been working on it a lot. Um... But yeah, and something that's really interesting with on the rejection conversation is when someone rejects you, I remember reading this quote, rejection breeds obsession. So if someone rejects you, you start to go, oh, I got to get them back. I got to win them over. But at yeah. some point, it's like asking myself the questions. It's like, when did I start, when did I become less um, interested in this person? So I stopped putting my best foot forward. So they lost attraction because I wasn't presenting the best version of myself. But now you get rejected and you're like, oh, I want them back. But it's like, you don't, you always had that gut feeling that it wasn't right, but you delude yourself. Yeah. I mean, and I, with attachment styles, you could also just be attracted to the feeling that they're creating and not to the person. Right? Exactly like, what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm addicted to that chase. I'm addicted to that, uh, or being chased if, if you're, what is it? Avoidant. Um, right. It's a, yeah. And that's such a toxic mentality sometimes if you, the wrong people match. It's like they're really addicted to being chased and you're addicted to doing the chase and then you both get each other and you don't like each other anymore. Well, that's exactly the people who end up together. It's like yeah. usually like avoidant and atta- and um, anxious attachment people like end up together. Really? Yeah. I don't understand that because it's like I was, I was dating this girl that I was crazy about. She was one of the only girls that I was like, oh, she's like actually, I'm like impressed by her intellect, her creativity. And, um, but she was sort of avoidant and I was uh, much more anxious attached at the time 
And so it's like she would pull away and I would pursue more, which would make her pull away. So it just, I didn't really think it was ever going to work until we both had really figured our stuff out. But it's yeah. been years since then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I don't really use much of this attachment style language. So I'm catching up right now. I'm just <laughs> learning as we go. But it sounds fun. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's just a really helpful thing to know about when you're dating because you can notice those patterns and be like, "Oh, it's this. This is why I'm feeling this way, or this is this is uh, this emotion is normal. Other people feel it. Other people go through these patterns. I don't know. There's a lot of. I think there's a lot of value in naming things, especially yeah. things that are like, you know. Well, and giving it the right name because you might, like we said, you might think that it's love. Yeah, and it's not. It's not love. I. Growing up, I was like, oh, I, I, she's, I'm crazy about her. I'm crazy about her. But it's like, no, that's just something in me that's like reaching for something. So recognizing that it's helped a lot. Cause now I'm like honest. I'm like, am I actually interested in this person or not? Yeah. Right. Oh, is it? Yeah. Them pulling away in this. And like you said, the games where you wait a while to text them and you suddenly want them uh, and then yeah. get rejected and you try even harder. And yeah, pulling away and understanding that stuff. Yeah. The gift of being, of being divorced is that. I know that if you're incompatible with somebody, you can actually see it through and you can actually get married and you can actually believe that like, oh, we get married and it'll be like this cure-all fix thing. All those incompatibilities are going to come out. And if it's not right, it'll never be right just because you go all in on it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm kind of, I'm much more picky about who I'm like actually going to get in a serious relationship with. But are you picky about doing something casual or are you, you, you dating to marry again or are you just dating to date? I mean, I, I see it as like marriage for me would be like the possibility, but yeah. I'm, that's not like my intention necessarily. If I meet someone that I'm, it's like, it's awesome, then I wouldn't be opposed to it again. But I have to be very like, yeah, I got to be really into them. Yeah, because you've been to the end of the line. You've, you've seen... Yeah, and it's tough to relate to people too, because I'm like back here dating. I feel like if I can only imagine, it's like if I got abducted by aliens, and then they beam me back down to Earth, and I'm now trying to explain the the situation to people. I'm like, yeah, I was up there. There's a spaceship. There's this whole thing. They're like, all right, come on, what are you talking about? Have you done that as a bit? No, should I? I think it's pretty funny. I think it's a funny premise. Yeah, and you're talking to other 27 year olds or whatever about. It's different if you're in a different city where everyone's married at 27, but here it's certainly everyone's like. Yeah. I remember being so shocked when you said that you had been married before. I was like, wow, you're like so young. And here you're like being married in your 20s. It's like a child bride. But I, I, everyone said that to me, by the way. They're all like, oh my God, why would you do this? Like, this is kind of a, you know, a crazy thing. But I moved to New York City after getting a bachelor's degree in accounting to try to be a stand up, professional stand up comedian which is extremely a crazy, difficult thing to do. So I'm like, marriage, that's like <laughs> that nothing. sounds easy. <laughs> Committing to one person for my life? I'm literally trying to be a professional funny person, you know? <laughs> so in my mind, I was like, this is already how I'm living. This is completely congruent. Like if you want to, it was, I remember saying like, if you want to take the island, burn the boat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that is funny. I think the idea of... Um, I get it, you're more nervous about the best man, about the, the speech than the wedding. You're like, marriage is easy. I've got to nail this five. My best man speech was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I killed in my own wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Can Wait, we tell? A, a best man speech, you were the one who. I mean, groom speech, whatever oh. it's called. Yeah. Did, did you have one story? I don't know if you're comfortable telling it. That, that, I love the story about the gifts. 
Yeah, I tried doing this story on stage. I'll try to I'll try to make it quick, but um, during a wedding, did you guys do this where you exchange gifts? We Everybody didn't do was that. very very cash. Oh, okay, yeah, Our, it was very formal. And so what happened was, you're, I remember she was like, "Oh, you you know, we're gonna exchange gifts. We gotta you gotta get me a gift or whatever." I hate gift giving. It's not my love language, and uh, I'm a practical gift giver. You know, I I'm like, what do they need? Let me give this to them. I didn't underst- I didn't understand it was a whole thing. So I, I pick out a gift, and um, there's a photographer. I'm with my groomsman, and uh, they're like, okay, we're, you're going to open the gift from her right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I open the gift, and it's this, um, this letter. And it was like, she had this note, and she was like, I, I got this card when I was 15, and I was going to give it to the person that I was going to marry. And I like, made this promise to myself that it would be the right person. It's like this whole thing. It was beautiful. And the photographer's taking pictures, and, and my buddy, he, he realized, like, I had this, like, kind of grim look on my face. He's like, dude, what's wrong? And I was just like, I got her Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> 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 and they weren't even good. Oh, no. They were, like, knockoff brands. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the box was damaged. Oh, no. I didn't have the money for it. So you guys, you guys, you were just poorly matched. You were just poorly matched. And there was photographer. I remember somebody oh, no. being like the photographer to see her reaction. Yeah, what are the pictures of her like? And I was just like, okay. And like, it sucks because all her bridesmaids are around. And they so now she's embarrassed know. in front they of them, right? They what you're opening. I, it's, it's, oh, no. It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> I mean, but but to be fair to you, you didn't know. And you are and this is, and you were trying to be kind. It's not like you were being a prick about it, right? You were like. Did you consult anyone? She didn't need them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would be different if like, if you were just like, oh, I guess I'll just pick something up. Like, I'm sure you put some thought into this gift. I love the idea that you're like, <laughs> you like, got no, headphones. No. I bought these Bluetooth headphones when I was 15 years old. <laughs> These are, you're these are gonna be the one that I was gonna give them to. These are garbage oh headphones. That's headphones. why they're so old because they're from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> this was new technology at the yeah. time. You gotta get this. I got you a disc man uh, because I love music. I like the idea that you get the card and you're like, well, what am I gonna do with this? This is a useless yeah, gift. I got useless. you a gift you can use. I can't use this. Yeah. Would you pay for this? Five dollars? I'm going to play music on this. I need, I need headphones. Can we swap? You should have been like, I was so embarrassed in front of my groomsman oh, no. opening a non-practical gift. When you, um, oh God. <laughs> Did it come up like immediately? It was a horrible problem. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. It actually, no, I don't think we ever actually talked about it, oh. but I could tell there was a subtext or like, <laughs> but it was such an innocent mistake. Yeah, no, completely. Because I bought the headphones going like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like kind of cocky about it. I was like, she's going to love these. Because you needed them. You'd mentioned them. <laughs> Wires no more. Yeah. I mean, my girl doesn't have wired headphones. <laughs> Untethered. <laughs> I would love to know the fate of those crappy Bluetooth oh, headphones. No. They're in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> a turtle's wearing them. Right? Well, thank you for joining us, Ted. I had an absolute great time. Thank you and so a great much. Time. I had a so, great time. Uh, where can we find you, Ted? Uh, on Instagram at Ted Barton with two N's. I couldn't get the OG one. There's oh, wow. Some douche out there. <laughs> I, I, act, I actually have it. Uh, Someone's catfishing as me. <laughs> you have it? No, can you imagine? I'm like, you can't have it. I am Ted Bart. Yeah. And uh, what are the times? You're up on... You, you can find bump. me on Hinge. Yeah. Uh, if the algorithm Bumble. starts giving me any love. Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> no um, Bumble? No, I do have Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. yeah. Hinge and Bumble. Yeah. Find Ted. 
Yeah. Right. And uh, Twitter at Ted Barton Comedy. Nice. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening on On The Apps. Please, if you're listening on Spotify or any of those things, please like and share. Uh, Comment, so I can review. buy longer pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll finally let me have them. All right. I'll see you next time. Thank you. All right.